All right, thank you everybody for coming on back to Big Black Girl Small Kink World. My name is Nisi, and today we are going to uh, take a different form of approach. We're gonna have a different bit of a conversation today. Um, I wanted to discuss a little bit of the issues that are going on in the world right now and how they affect me. Um, I am a black woman living in California, so you know I am dealing with a lot of different things and in, involving um, current events and I thought I would chime in and use my platform uh, for positive positivity anything that can be drawn uh, from this movement uh, from from these issues at hand um, but let's let's dive in let's start with a little bit of my personal stuff you know I like to get close and intimate with you guys so um, let's let's get let's jump right in uh, so this past weekend was a lot for me. I actually uh, decided to walk away from a religion that I had uh, basically been born into. Um, but you do have to be a, like a, a teenager or an adult to be baptized. And I got baptized when I was 19, too much to my chagrin. Um, and, you know... I have no problem with religion. I'm not against religions in general. I do think that um, organized religion at this point is mostly meant to control and to abuse other people, as it clearly has all over history. You know, I'm not saying that religion can isn't isn't positive. There are some positive draws to it, mostly that it, you know, that it it's supposed to accept people that's the main idea is that you can be accepted uh for who you are and whether or not you've made mistakes and and, and, and things like that um that's the whole idea um at least behind christianity which is you know uh that if you know of god jehovah jesus whomever uh then you then you know and you accept god and he'll accept you and all that and you know all that goodness and it just you know it just didn't from what i was seeing and from what i was experiencing it just didn't fit for me and when i was shortly after i got baptized i i decided that you know it, it just wasn't working it had a lot to do with some phrases phrases that really frustrated me one of them being that you had to put on a whole new personality and there's something like that it's like a it's not like an exact line from the bible but there is a scripture mentioning that you need to change yourself there's another scripture and i can't remember i'm sure if i were to look it up i could find it but i'm not going to give it that much energy um there's another scripture that mentions that god does not exist in a dirty mind uh so you guys you see where i had to walk away right <laughs> right as we've learned over this few episodes that I posted I'm disgusting so you know definitely can't you know be out here faking the funk um so you know I decided to walk away it wasn't working for me I definitely don't want to be a part of something that is continuously trying to make me feel bad for who I am and again I'm not like some people may not have those types of understandings like I know I'm a good person I help people all the time I take care of my friends and my family I, I love the people you know the people that I love know it I am open and caring so for somebody to tell to make me feel as if 
being good is not enough and that perhaps if I, you know, I'll be punished or end up in some type of lake of fire or hell or whatever for not being a part of something, you know, not believing in something, then, you know, it's not something I really want to be a part of. And um, I told my, my father, who is actually uh, one of the elders in that um, religion, I told him that I, you know, this, this wasn't my belief anymore. This isn't my belief system. And, you know, I, I'm a 30, I'm a 32 year old person. I, I will be 32 in, in two months. You know what I mean? Like, I know what I need in my life as far as religion and, you know, things that I need to do that, that are going to fulfill me. I have it. I have the idea of what I need and, and I've, I've figured that out. So, you know, explaining that to my father was frustrating because he was just like, you know, trying to utilize this form of manipulation to keep me around, which was basically that I would lose my family members. Basically, they wouldn't talk to me anymore, you know, um, because, you know, no, I've turned my back on the religion. And, you know, that is that is incredibly manipulative, but it's it's sociopathic. Also, it's like you want to like you don't it's like it's like they don't care who like who is joining and why like you, you like they would be more comfortable with me faking it as if as if that is any better than just doing what benefits me and what makes me feel happy and fulfilled so it was like a definite you know tug of war for two seconds and i will say that i didn't expect all of my family to uh to walk away um I do still have one of my brothers who is still going to talk to me and everything, but you know, it was definitely a shocker and it definitely made me feel like I am absolutely right in the choice that I made to walk away because any, any, I don't want to be a part of anything that doesn't benefit me, but I definitely don't want to be a part of something where the people are trying to are encouraging me to turn against myself. I'm not going to be a part of anything that encourages self-betrayal. So I just, you know, just quick, <laughs> I'm a person who is in therapy for a number of reasons, um, including my parents and, and our difficult situation in general. But I will say that as somebody who has been in therapy, who is working on these issues, yes, uh, self-betrayal is a type of, is a, is, it's something that it's something that codependent people do. It's and I am very codependent, so that is common. Basically, uh, you you put the needs of somebody else or the needs of the situation before yourself, and end up ignoring what it is you actually need to do or ignoring what you want. And then later on, you're in the situation where you know now everything is nothing fits what you need or what you want. So now there's a problem. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely wasn't going to put myself through that again. I've been through a few situations in which I put my myself on hold to appease others. And it just ends up being that those people continue to take and take, take from you. And they don't notice that they're supposed to give anything back because you're just being nice and, and accommodating. Right. So, yeah, I wasn't going to put myself in that situation where, you know, suddenly I've again, I've I've committed to this and. And all of a sudden I'm feeling like I want to live the life I was living because it was more real to me before. So 
forget all that, you know, walked away, lost the family members, and I feel better about it every second that the days go by. But that was my weekend. And then, you know, obviously behind all that, there's a backdrop and the backdrop is what's happening in the country and what's, hap what's happening, um, you know, all over the place uh, as far as riots and protests and um, places being set on fire and people getting hit with rubber bullets. Like, shit's wild. And, you know, it's all because of racism. It's rampant in this society and not just in this country, um, but all over the planet, anti-blackness specifically is literally all over the place. And it's so frustrating that, um, like, I, I, I know that this is supposed to be like a sexy platform and, and trust me, like, I, I want that too, but this, I think it's important that I speak about something that is affecting me and my family and affecting the people that look like me all over the place because it's important that you guys understand that we that this is this is serious this is everyday life this is this is what we're experiencing and and sometimes it's not as serious as getting you know killed on the street on camera but it can be it can easily escalate and that's what we're trying to say is like even at these protests um you can see that there's there's like video evidence and stuff like that at these protests they're 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 starting off incredibly peaceful and then out of nowhere these these riot gear clad cops are shooting people shooting tear tear gas into peaceful protests like you know i could understand if if they were current like at the time rioting but that again, not something that was happening until the police started pushing, you know, unnecessary force onto these groups. And it's just, you know, police brutality is an issue in this country for sure, 100%. Lots of people get killed by the police, not just black people. But if you're looking at, exp like, if you're looking at, um, as far as uh, proportionately to how many people are in the country there's like 62 percent or i'm sorry 69 percent of the country is is white people so of course you know the um brunt of the people killed by police will be white that's just more of the people who they're arresting but um it's it's just about the same amount of black people getting killed by the cops as well and we're only 13 percent of the population so on some level like obviously that in, that involves targeting obviously you know if we're 13 percent of the population we shouldn't be getting killed to the same amount that the majority population is being killed by the cops and and that's you know unarmed or no like either way it's there's better ways to go about these things there's better ways to handle this and i've seen videos of cops you know dealing with heavily armed protesters in a way that was very very appropriate you know, and, and because those riots, I'm sorry, those um, protests were peaceful, quote unquote. However, they weren't covered in riot gear or anything like that. Even though those people protesting had, you know, somebody brought a rocket launcher. They had heavily clad in guns and, and you know, all types of gear, lots of ammo. But they didn't, they didn't require the, um, they didn't require the riot the riot gear or the SWAT team or any of that. And that's, again, very interesting. They, they, they had death threats coming out of, out of that protest. And that was just to get haircuts and open up the country for stay in place, you know, against stay in place. So it's, it's been a very difficult three to six months of just watching, you know, how COVID 
basically made America look like a laughing stock, right? Because of the way that, you know, how horribly our government handled that. And then to then hearing about these three, you know, obviously then then being stuck inside and, and having to deal with quarantine and focusing, you know, figuring that out and then having to listen to, you know, hearing about those three stories, um, Ahmad and then Brianna and then George. And, you know, hearing just being tired like I'm just I'm really exhausted I'll say that you know it's frustrating um because we're fighting to be accepted and that's what this episode is all about it's acceptance you know we're fighting to be accepted as people as persons like I have a personhood I am not just a fetish and I'm not just I don't like a waste of space I'm a person who has a family who has been through things because of the state of this country, because of the way this country was created and because of the things that this country upheld and still upholds, you know, um, at this point, if you're not a black person and you are confused about how to help, I suggest you stop asking black people because white supremacy and white privilege and all these issues, white fragility, uh, all these issues are, you know, white people problems. Like I, you know, I didn't create Jim Crow. And yes, of course, the white people who are in my generation also did not create Jim Crow, Jim Crow, but they are benefiting from the fact that Jim Crow existed and kept black people behind, you know, for so long in, in the sense that we couldn't, you know, we couldn't read, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't read certain things. We couldn't go to certain schools. We couldn't, go to certain areas like you're getting lynched there was a point in 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 this country where black people were getting lynched two two black people getting lynched a week like like just i believe it was the summer of 1919 race riots broke out all over the place even though black people were segregated from white people um it, it's it's just it's very difficult to discuss because it takes so much out of everyone and it's so emotional, you know? Um, and it's just, it's just tough. It's, it's hard for everyone, um, for us to, to mull over and to get past. And I believe personally, it starts with, with repair reparations, with repairing the communities that have been destroyed, which other, every other ethnic group that has been destroyed by this, um, by this country uh, has asked, has gotten reparations, you know, and, you know, black people deserve it as well. And I think that's, that's the beginning to the healing, um, those reparations. And um, I, I just, it just takes, it just takes so much uh, out of me. But I will say this, the one thing that I learned, especially through kink, even though the kink community has its issues with racism and, and all those things as well, um, you know, especially with race play and all these different issues that are unique um, and nuanced, again, because racism permeates every single, like, industry, every single subculture in this country. I mean, technically, probably in the world because of anti-blackness and the way that it is, uh, the way far spread that it is, but, um, but, you know, just this country itself, like, it's in every subculture. It's everywhere. Talk to a... a you know, a black person or an Asian person in the LGBTQ community, and they will tell you how very specific and very serious racism is in this country, in, in those, um, 
in those subcultures, you know? So yeah, so just keep in mind that the goal of humanity is is love and and growth. And we can't really love and grow together if we're holding each other back by ridiculous stereotypes and hate. Um, we have to accept ourselves first, but we also need to accept each other. And um, that's why I thought this was an important message is acceptance is, is necessary to growth in any way. Um, I had to personally grow a lot in this last in this last weekend deciding making serious decisions about where my um, where my alliances were and who I was being loyal to and uh, and they continue you know the acceptance talks the wanting to be heard and understood all of that is is important to any journey you know um i it took a long time for me to accept myself just as i am and there's a lot to accept you know it's not just my body or my personality or the things that i enjoy doing on you know when i'm when i've got nothing to do at all but it's also you know understanding that you know there are parts of yourself that you may not 100 percent appreciate but you gotta love them too because that's just who you are and of course i don't mean toxic behaviors i mean things like like the fact that like for example i am a person who loves nostalgia and it can be very annoying in the sense that like if i miss somebody or even if i'm upset with somebody i'll go to our previous conversations and i'll reread everything and i do this for a number of reasons and i've realized they used to annoy the shit out of me because it was like i can't let things go you know that's how i looked at it but the more that i do it and and accept myself the more i understand that it's it's for a lot of reasons one of them being forgiveness like you remember like if sometimes you get so upset in a specific moment that you forget you know all the reasons why you like this person or why you were friends with them in the first place and i think rereading conversations allows me to remember when things were good and when things were positive and why that you know why that friendship persists or why that friendship is important to me even it can even help me understand why I'm so hurt in the first place. So I do like it used to annoy me, but learning to understand myself, I was like, you know what, actually, it's really smart that I keep these things around and that I can go back and look through the conversation that I had and can double check if I said something that was hurtful and apologize if necessary, or just to remind myself that this is an important friend and why they're important to me, you know, all those kinds of things. And, and that's just, you know, another portion of my journey of my whole journey of learning how to love and accept myself and how to love and accept my kinks man there are some kinks that i've uh that i've had to learn to love uh that uh you know definitely involve having to accept yourself um i don't know if any of you guys have heard of this show called community but there's this character on there his name's the dean he's it's about a community college and he's the dean of admissions and uh there's this moment where he's looking at something, you know, something freaky, not exactly sexual, but just like weird. I think it involved like Dalmatians or something. And he was reading it out loud and then he's like, he goes, oh, gosh, I hope that doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> I just I laughed so hard at that because that's exactly how it is when you find a new kink. You kind of just like are looking around on Pornhub or or whatever or, you know, whatever you're watching or, or something and you're like huh, 
you know, you click on something and you're like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and you feel a tingle in your under jungle and suddenly you have to research more. <laughs> so a lot of the kink journey is also, it is just accepting who you are. Like, yes, these things turn you on. They make your body react in ways that other things do not. Best, uh, best come to terms with it and let it, you know, decide how to do it safely if it's if it's weird or awkward or you know figure out how to do it with a partner if it's embarrassing or if, if it requires you know more than one person like it's totally okay to, to to explore yourself and explore these things carefully and safely risk aware not safe because some of these things are incredibly unsafe you know what i mean like i like getting choked guys i like getting choked out <laughs> like like there's this there's one of the first times one of the best first hookups I am I had involved a person who almost choked me to death yeah it was a good time listen almost came I mean I came super duper hard I mean I almost died that's why I was like I almost died but I came so hard and that's like you know there's a balance there so risk aware not safe <laughs> but um it's important to understand that this is who you are and Obviously, you want to change whatever toxic traits that you can to make your life easier, to make re relationships easier, but accept who you are. And if you're black and you're listening to this, I accept you. I mean, obviously, I accept you. We're in the same community and I love you because we're family. But like, we, we got this. We're, let's just, you know, keep surviving, you know, keep pushing, keep doing it, keep fighting. We're getting, we're getting, we're closer than we've ever been, you know, like every day, every time, thank God for the internet, right? Every time we see another video, every time that our, like we're, it's being proven, the things that we've been saying for 401 years, <laughs> 401 years of oppression, y'all, it's been a while. So the things that we've been saying, the things that we've been uh, trying to express to empty, you know, empty rooms and, 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 uh, Un, was it unlistening ears are being shown are being broadcast for the entire world to see so not just this country either the entire world is seeing this and, and looking at America's trash and, and, and understanding that you know this country was never that great not for the people who who live here and aren't straight white men so so yeah you know here you know this is uh, this is what we're doing this is what we're seeing um, but yeah, guys, that's all. I just wanted to have a good, I just wanted to use my platform to express my opinion about what's happening. Yes, racism is real. Yes, this bullshit needs to stop. I understand riots suck and hey, looters suck too. And I do see that a lot of the people who are looting and rioting aren't people who are protesting. So that is coming to light also. Thank God for for video phones, like being able to like look at rec recordings and shit. Cause we're seeing actual people who like are completely separate from the protest, breaking windows and, and trash in places. So it's really good that the internet is here and making these any revelations possible um but yeah you know guys just accept yourselves and ex accept each other and you know look at the person next to you and accept them too like unless they're a serial killer like why not like just accept people for living their truth and being who they are you know there's there's no reason to hold us back because we're black 
There's no reason to 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 keep Black Lives Matter out of your mouth. You know, <laughs> Black lives do matter. Black reparations are necessary. This is this is how we're we're going to be moving forward. So I'm excited. You know, I'm hoping this will bring some real change forth, real acceptance, finally. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all. That's the, that's all for me. Uh, please let me know if you guys need any assistance. Tell me, you know, if you need to talk. Let me know if you want to talk about these issues. I'm always open to discussing things, especially if it's troubling and, and people need an ear. So I want to be here for my listeners. So um, big black girl, small kink world at gmail.com. Big black girl, small kink world on Instagram, on Tumblr, on Facebook. Uh, do come by, like my pages, um, post comments, uh, you know, post posts, you know, let me know how you guys are feeling. Send me questions. If you see a piece of erotica you want me to read, you know, send that to me too. We're still a sexy, fun podcast group of listeners. I just wanted to make sure everybody understood where I came from on the topic. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that you guys are here listening to me. Thank you so much for, for visiting, hanging out. Next time will be way sexier. Okay. All right, guys. Nisi out.